Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Taking It Outside here inside Spring Hill Outfitters. We are coming to you from Spring Hill Studio inside Spring Hill Outfitters. We call it a studio. It used to be a meeting room, and now we turned it into a record studio. So uh, that's where we are today. Glad y'all could join us. We took last week off, had a, had a busy weekend. We'll talk more about what we did last weekend in a little bit. So we took last week off to give y'all a break to catch up on some old episodes, but we were back this week, and we're better than ever. Season 2, episode 11. The first 10 episodes of this season have been really good. I encourage you to look at them and listen to them and watch them. But I feel like this is probably the best one we've had since we started. This is the one. Uh, <laughs> this is, gonna send this us is over. the one. Last week we said was the best and it was good. All right. But this is the be- this is going to top last week. So uh, before we get started, as always, find this podcast on all major podcast platforms. If you want to watch us and you never have, head over to our YouTube channel and you can find us. Look for Taking It Outside on YouTube. And you can listen and watch it at the same time. If you don't want to do that, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find Taking It Outside. We have uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're making TikToks. The crowd's downstairs right now making some TikToks, which worried me a little bit. There's a shark costume involved. By the time this, by the time this episode has been released, they may already be out on TikTok, but... Whatever they're doing downstairs, just I don't I don't condone it because we're up here recording. So follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, SpringHillOutfitters.com. You can find the podcast on SpringHillOutfitters.com along with a pile of stuff that you can buy. You can shop with us 24-7 from the comfort of your own home at SpringHillOutfitters.com. We always thank Joe, Joe Gilly, Joe Gilly Productions. He is uh, the man that makes this thing happen, and we always thank him. Check him out on Facebook for all your DJ needs and production needs and he uh he does a good job. We like Joe. I mentioned past episodes. I would encourage you if you have not listened to any past episodes this season, like I said we're on season or episode eleven, but we had some last week we had or two weeks ago the last episode. We had Chris and Tim join us from Yeti. Had a really good episode talking about Yeti, the history of Yeti coolers and the uh, new products and our favorite products and a and, uh, really cool conversation with Chris and Tim. So check that out. We had the week before that, we had uh, Winchester Winchester Ammunition. Uh, Kevin from Winchester Ammo joined us. Really good episode talking about what's going on in the ammo industry, where all the ammo is. He answers all your questions. Uh, we have a Southern Outdoor Classic episode, which we'll talk more about that at the end of this. We talked to uh, Kamado Joe, Patrick, about grilling and all kinds of fun stuff. That, I tell you what, I will say that's one of my favorite ones, the grilling one. Um, still gets a lot of downloads every week, and it was, it's been f- six or seven weeks ago now. But talk about some grilling tips and recipes and what we like to do, and Patrick's really good behind the grill. I'm about 20% as good as he is. I try. Patrick's the man, so we always love talking to Patrick. Yes, he is. So... Uh, yeah, here we are, episode 11. You've seen Miss Ashley. She has come uh, a familiar face on the show. She's back again. A couple times. 
I didn't forget to mention her. I forgot a few weeks ago. But Miss Ashley's back with us again. You all know her. She's the lady behind springhilloutfitters.com. If she wasn't here, I don't have a clue how any of that stuff would go on there, but it just happens, <laughs> and it's, she makes it happen. So we appreciate what she does on the website. And we have, at this time, another very special guest. Celebrity, you could say. Local celebrity <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, local celebrity fishing champion, uh, shotgun winning, uh, bass playing, duck shooting, extraordinaire <laughs> Mr. Eddie McDerris. What's going on, Mr. Eddie? Hey, man, good to see you. How was that introduction? Was it good? That was, that was great. I'll pay you later. Thank man. you. Good. <laughs> yeah, no, Mr. Eddie is a uh, micro resident. Yep. Town of micro. That's right. We, uh, I like to claim micro, and he actually lives in micro, so he gets to claim it more than I do. But he's a uh, family friend, Spring Hill Honorary, Spring Hill Outfitters pro staffer. And uh, you'll see Mr. Eddie around a lot, probably in some pictures we posted on social media from Hyde County. I probably saw him in some pictures we posted this past week from a little fishing tournament, which is why we're here today to talk about it. But before we get to the fishing tournament, tell the crowd a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh Eddie McDare is here, and um, my career uh, started in 75, uh, worked in the Department of Health and Human Services with the state of North Carolina, and finished that career in uh, 2013, pulled 28 years. Um, worked at Oberry Center at Goldsboro the first, uh, I guess, almost 20 of that, and then moved down to Cherry Hospital. Uh, in the same capacity or a slightly different capacity, uh, working with behavior problem folks. Um, I worked at mental retardation, of course, at Oberry, and then the last eight years worked uh, at, at Cherry Hospital uh, with uh, mentally ill folks uh, with behavior problem stuff in the psychology department. Uh, and uh, I was a I was called a behavior programming specialist, if you can believe that. <laughs> specialist. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, it was uh, very rewarding. Uh, folks don't quite understand uh, the difference between MR and MI folks. Uh, there's a great difference in that. It's, it's apples and oranges. Uh, they're, not, they're not the same. And uh, it was very rewarding. Uh, and I spent... Uh, 28 years thereabout doing that and uh, enjoyed it a whole bunch. And you officially retired? In 13. In 2013. Mm -hmm. And since his retirement, he has found a new love for taking it outside. He supports what we do here at Spring Hill Outfitters. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And taking it outside, he is enjoying retirement and uh, <clears throat> loves the outdoors. Hunted, fished, what you, you hunted, fished, been hunting and fishing your whole life. When did you start getting involved with hunting and fishing? Um. Back when I was a kid, uh, of course, that's 50-plus years ago. 93 years ago. <laughs> Back in the 1700s. Yes, yes. Six, 63 years ago. Four, Come on, Tim. Four score. Nice. Yeah. You know, started out, you know, just, just the simple stuff with, you know, squirrel hunting and, you know, sitting, you know, under a tree and waiting or just walking around and, you know, trying to get up a quail or doing a little dove hunting. But back then it was much different than now. Uh, it was much simpler, um, and then I did uh, some fishing, a little freshwater fishing and stuff, and, and got the fever for that. Uh, and then later on, of course, doing a little frog gigging around uh, ponds and mm -hmm. stuff, and just loved the outdoors, and, and being raised on a farm and, and being involved in that, uh, 
all the time. That's that's what I got into and and am still into it now. Uh, I just uh, I just love being outside. It's not so much what you take or shoot or catch. It's just being there. And it's about doing, the experience. It's about the experience. Yeah, it's about yeah. doing it. We yeah. talked. Uh, we had this conversation. We talked about taking kids and. Um, I don't know who we talked to in the episode. Anyway, we, we always talk about that a lot here on the podcast about taking young people hunting and, and taking folks hunting for the first time and just being a part of that experience. And we do a lot of hunting together mm-hmm. uh, down in Hyde County, which we'll talk more about that later on in the episode. But we always – it's always fun when you have a good hunt and you get to kill some ducks or kill a turkey. That's that's fun and rewarding. But it's always – it's more about the experience. And, and that's, uh, that's it. Yeah. taking it outside the podcast. The name kind of came – you know, we used to – Started doing our radio commercials for Spring Hill Outfitters, and the end of it, our little tagline said, Spring Hill Outfitters, let's take it outside. And we kind of, when we started a podcast, took that to uh, a different level and called it Taking It Outside. But it kind of means, you know, it's, it's, it, we really try to focus on that here at the store. And, right. and uh, taking kids outside and getting off iPhones and iPads and Playstations and Game Cubes or Game Boxes or whatever they play now. I try to encourage my grandboys all the time to. Let's go outside yeah. and, you know, get off the phone. Play in the ditcher. Yeah, that's right. My sister posts pictures and videos of her kids on Facebook running up and down a, a big rain we had a few weeks ago. I'm sure you all saw it on Facebook. Yeah. But yeah. The first rain we had had in a while. <laughs> the kids hadn't seen rain in forever, and they were out there with boogie boards in the front yard getting soaking wet, having a ball. And uh, it's always good. Experience, the hunt is fun, and we enjoy hunting and fishing and killing and catching, but the experience is always just as rewarding, if not better, than the actual hunt. So we can appreciate that. One thing about Hyde County, we always enjoy going down to Hyde if we kill something great. If not, we still have a good time. So. We certainly do. We're here today because I mentioned Celebrity. One of his uh, many things he's well known for, Mr. Eddie here, is uh, his finish in the Ducks Unlimited Band of Billfish Tournament. <laughs> so you see his shirt, if you can see it in the camera here, but his Spring Hill Outfitters fishing team shirt. He joined us. The store has, uh, we fished. Our crowd has fished that tournament the last several years now, and this year got a little more involved and sponsored. Spring Hill Outfitters was a sponsor of the tournament. Dave uh, and Neil, Greg Rue, uh, if you're listening, he was still hanging around. He got out of DU a while back, but he still shows up and helps those guys with that tournament and did a great job. That was this past weekend down in Moorhead City, and Mr. Eddie Fish with us had uh, kind of a – Rough week weather-wise, you know, so it used to be a two-day tournament, then it was a three-day tournament. You could fish two to three days. And This week, this past week, the weather forecast was not very conducive for fishing uh, Thursday or Friday, and they decided to add Sunday so you could fish two of those four days and every boat that fished, which I think was 24, 26 total, mm-hmm. so. all decided to fish Saturday, Sunday. Kind of choppy. We talked a few episodes back with uh, Kent, I think, about seasickness and choppiness and offshore fishing and, and uh, kind of choppy. So we all fished Saturday and fished Sunday. Uh, Due South was the boat. Those guys, Mark, if you're listening, uh, we keep talking about getting him on the episode. The problem is the man fishes every day. He's very busy. He's captain of, uh, of Due South and his brother, Mr. David Chambers, was uh, his mate. He does, I think, Big Rock. and works with him some of the tournaments and worked this past weekend on the boat with him. And, of course, Randy as well mm-hmm. was on the boat. Did a great job. But Mark and, and David are going to join us here for an episode. I can't, I've can't. i been trying really hard to get those guys on. 
and they're busy. I talked to Mark actually earlier this week about doing an episode. He wants to to uh, talk about some stories. They have all kinds of stories to tell. We heard a lot of them this past weekend fishing. But Mark and David are great guys. Do South's a great boat if you're ever looking at a charter boat. They're right there on the waterfront uh, by Big Rock Landing. But Do South's a very nice boat. Highly recommend them. Had uh, always a good time. We heard it's always they're sharing stories. And I did, one the thing that sticks out in my mind, we caught a couple of Wahoo and talked about how sharp the teeth were. And I didn't realize David's, he got his arm bit off by a Wahoo pretty much. He told us that story like 60 something stitches. 66 stitches, yeah. 40, uh, 45 pound Wahoo. He didn't know, they weighed it still. I think they killed the fish. But uh, got attacked by the fish somehow. They had a little incident. I didn't realize that story. Had a little scar on his arm. Not a little big scar. But yeah. anyway. All right. Mark and David, good guys, do south, great boat. Highly recommend them. They'll get on the episode here sometime soon. But anyway, we fished Saturday and Sunday. Mr. Eddie fished both days with us. Saturday, we only had a few of us. Uh, Mr. Josh Kaiser fished with us. Myself, Mr. Eddie, and uh, Rob Code Plumbing. Robbie Kennedy It's the fourth person. Robbie fished with us on Saturday and Sunday. But went off Saturday. Caught a few fish, a little bit slow, All right. but uh, we had a good time. Caught a couple of dolphin on on Saturday, came back Saturday night, and uh, I got rested up for the big day on Sunday, which is when his Mr. Eddie's time to shine was catching the second place dolphin. Yep. Very, very excited. Didn't uh, know, and we'll be honest, we won't talk about how much the fish weigh because it's irrelevant. It's second place. That's all that matters. <laughs> but uh, the average weight of the meat fish, your wahoo and, and uh, dolphin, were, seemed to be much smaller than years past. It was, I don't know why, we caught a, we caught a good number of dolphin on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Caught a handful of dolphin on Sunday and some wahoo too, but the fish seemed to be smaller than usual. But regardless, out of all the boats, we ended up with a second place. I say we, Mr. Eddie, ended up with a second place. Right. Dolphin. So you're here, obviously, because of this claim to fame that you had this past weekend. I, what, anything you want to add as far as the experience or catching that fish or the whole what, anything? What's, what do you want to talk about as far as the fishing trip? I could go on and on about that. It's uh, like you said, the due south and captain mark and and randy and and dave they they were just phenomenal i was i was uh just watching them basically continuously and they the mates of course mark too was trying his very best to keep us on fish or put us on fish uh both days and uh the mates you could tell they had worked together. It, it was like a fine-tuned dance. They, <laughs> they, they were putting out the teasers. They were putting out the, the bait fish. They were working all the time, watching the baits. They didn't sit down but very little, um, just trying their very best to, right. to see if we could, you know, get good bait out there and keep it out there. It was amazing. If there was a little tangle here and there, they were quick to jump on that fixed it right up. Uh, I was just in awe of, of the way they, they worked together. Uh, they were very uh, professional. They're very friendly. They'd answer your questions uh, and invited you to ask them more questions yeah. anytime. Uh, I was just, just you know, knocked out by the way they handled themselves the whole time. Uh, and like you said, it was choppy and buppy, and everybody was kind of, you know, sloshing around. <laughs> but they were just spot on all the time, uh, and and trying their very dead level best to put us on fish and, yeah. and keep good baits in the water so we could. You had never done a whole lot of 
that type of fishing before? This no, as a matter of fact, never. Not that stuff. Uh, You've been off on a few other boats. I had home. been many times in years past on a head boat like yeah. Carolina Princess or whatever. And, we, of course, we bottom fished, you know, for grouper and snapper and ringtail porgies and, and, you know, trigger fish and so forth. When there's like 30 or 40 on the boat and you're kind of shoulder to shoulder. Right. And this experience was so good to me because it was – you know, being an old man, but I was a rookie at, uh, with the rest of you guys, you know, and, uh, and I've done a heck of a lot of surf fishing and inshore boat fishing right. through the years. And, and the equipment that I have even today is all um, open face reels right. on rods. And of course, open face reels hang on the bottom. You crank them from the left. Right. And it showed up. Handles on the wrong side when yeah, he got the and, reel. And, and so when we got out there and it was like my turn, you know, I went and then, you know, here's the, you know, the reel is on top. You crank from the right. So it was a clumsy, cumbersome thing. Of course, I had some good, you know, good coaching. And yeah, good help. Yeah. I remember you commented one time, yeah, don't get in no big hurry because we don't want to lose that good fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Mark saying, no pressure. It could be a twelve, eighteen thousand dollars fish. You're going to take your time. No, yeah. no big deal, but, you know, but, don't lose the fish. Yeah, it was uh, – it was a little awkward for me, but I learned a whole lot. You know, I tried to stay out of the way and just watch and learn, and it was a thrilling experience, one for the bucket list for me, and uh, just, you know, had a great time. Like You know, like you said, due south with Captain Mark and the guys, they're just just phenomenal. Uh, I'd, I'd recommend them to anybody, you know, for a, for a good offshore trip. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, we had a good yeah. time. Yeah, we did. Had a great time. Sure did. Um, yeah, so we caught the second place dolphin. That was Sunday. And uh, we caught, I don't know, a handful of fish, brought them in. The Wahoo, we weighed it, didn't think it was going to, and it did not win any money. It was a few tenths of a pound away from winning some money. But, Three ounces off. I yeah, think. it was uh, real close to uh, winning us a little little lunch money <clears throat> with the Wahoo. But the dolphin ended up getting second place, and Due South got her name called out, which was pretty cool. And it was fun. You want to do it again next year? Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, that's a lot of fun. It can be. We talk about offshore fishing a lot this time of year, of course, and I uh, enjoy doing it. But it's uh, two days back-to-back. Is It can be. It's a long couple of days when you do it back-to-back like that. But. You crawl at it, you know, 4 o'clock, 4.30. Yeah. And, yeah. It wasn't, but the first day wasn't bad. We didn't have to be at the boat till what, 6? I think 5.30, leave first, 6. The first and, day, yeah. yeah. And then we a little bit earlier the next day because right, right. fishing time is a little bit different. So. Yeah. We had a good time. The Bandeville Fish Tournament got second great, place. Great time. Caught some dolphin and wahoo and caught a little blackfin tuna. I never seen a black. I didn't know they came that small. Me either. You like know. A little one you got out of a vending machine to Walmart. You put a little quarter <laughs> in and you get a little blackfin tuna. I get swear the thing won't that. Has some, has some tuna nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, I swear, I think Josh caught it. Didn't, I'm not, was it Josh uh, Marks or Josh Kaiser one on, on Sunday that caught that little blackfin? Josh Marks. Josh Marsh, maybe it was. I mean, it was, it was the cutest little, little cute little fish on that big, little baby tuna. But uh, they actually weighed a tuna. I think it was fifty something pounds at one first place. But yeah. we didn't weigh ours. Anyway, had a good time this past weekend, and uh, you you enjoy you you been offshore fishing what last week two weeks ago two weeks ago two where'd you go again. South Carolina. Yeah, I went to Charleston. The we boats had... in North Carolina weren't good enough for her, so she had to go to South Carolina. Yeah. What'd y'all catch? Uh, Tell us about your trip. So I went to Charleston with four sons charters. Um, it was a girls' trip. 
Um, and we bottom fished for a while and then trolled for a little bit. And we caught a bunch of fish. We had a good day, active day. Good, good. Don't junk now. I'm just saying. <laughs> we caught a pile of fish. What would y'all so, call? <laughs> All girls showed y'all up. No, the weather, the weather was pretty good. And we caught triggerfish and grouper and snapper. Mm-hmm. And um, I caught a pretty good mackerel. So that was fun. I cooked that on Sunday. And that was good. So. But. You, you mentioned the all girls trip. <laughs> I never this this girl. I don't know how she finds it. And you, I mean, you need to look into this. Yeah, can, we, we got we got to look into. Can we identify? Yeah, we gotta, yeah. I'm a, that's what I'm telling, I, I identify anyway. Sorry, this is not a political podcast. Anyway, uh, uh, she somehow finds these trips. I don't know. She. I said, "Well, who are you going fishing? I'm gonna be gone on whatever Friday." I'm going fishing. I said, well, who are you going fishing with? She said, a bunch of girls. I said, well, like, do I know them? Do you say She said, I don't even know them. <laughs> so what? Why do you? So she somehow, so, she somehow. finds these groups of girls to go fishing with on Friday in Charleston, South Carolina, hauls off, gets the hotel, goes down there and goes fishing with all these girls that I guess, I know you knew of some of them or, you know, I, like know, close, I yeah. know girls that know yeah. one of them or a couple of them. So it wasn't like random. But still, it's but, just these girls. I mean, she messaged me and was like, hey, you want to go fishing? And I was like, well, better than working, so. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll talk about that later on, I guess. But So, no, so this is a thing, I guess, because earlier before his fishing trip, she said we're talking about scheduling and calendars and what's coming up. And she said there's a week in January I need – I'm going to be gone three or four days. Well, I'm going fishing again in September. Oh, I hadn't heard that day yet. Oh, That's we, on Saturday. Yeah, here we go. And then we're going hunting. But she's she's going hunting in November in, Ar- in, in Arkansas with uh, some girls. Some girls, some <laughs> random girls. So I guess if you're listening, you're a female and you like hunting or fishing and don't have any friends, just call me or family. I need friends just too. Look up these random girls and y'all <laughs> take you hunting and fishing. I guess. Uh, well, that's cool. I, I, I we always enjoy. I think a lot of girls grow up hunting and fishing with their parents. Uh, dad takes them hunting and fishing. 16 years old, 17, they start thinking about boys and, and maybe sports and other stuff, and they get out of the sport. And there's obviously not a lot of females that – it's a more male-driven industry than females. So we always like to see females that enjoy hunting and fishing. And, right. and uh, so we always encourage that. It's a great thing, but I just didn't know these little random trips existed. Well, yeah, I mean, girls feel like they have to go with their boyfriend or whatever, but – but you can just find some you random girls. You can just find some friends. <laughs> I didn't and know this. We'll go and have a good time so, and catch a lot more fish than they did. That's all I'm saying. So if you are listening and you want to go fishing, <laughs> call us. Find get in touch with Miss Ashley, and she can tell you how to find some girls to go hunting yeah. or fishing with. So anyway, no so boys yeah. Allowed. Oh well. Uh, so we did a DU Bandeville fish. She did her little fishing trip. Uh, most, offshore fishing is you know this time of year. I think the guys stay pretty booked up. I think pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do South had the they had a triple Monday. Out, yeah, had the thing out front that said uh, booked up until uh, deer season. Deer season. I think what it said. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we uh, talk about it a lot on the podcast. But this time of year, it's kind of hard to go shoot deer and ducks and turkeys. So we go fishing and have a good time doing it so uh if you ever have any issues or questions on who to who to book who do south is always a good one and uh if you ever need some advice on who to book let us know we can try to get you in the right direction i mentioned hyde county a while ago 
uh, Mr. Eddie here frequents Hyde County a lot with Dad, being that their uh, occupation job status is in the retired mode for both of them. It's a wonderful thing. They, uh, <laughs> those two, along with Mr. Jim, we call them the Three Amigos. They don't know that, but we call them the Three Amigos, and they go down to Hyde County usually once a week. I feel like sometimes twice a week. Yeah. And uh, yeah. go to the cabin, and Daddy complains how much he has to work. Why he's down there? It's work, but it's not like it's work. You know, it's fun work. It's it's yeah. mowing and cutting, and I'm sure they work hard, do a lot of stuff. But yeah. it's uh, you've been going down there more the last couple of years, I know, and seem to enjoy it. You know, we have I'm down there more in the fall and winter than I am in the spring and summer. But uh, you enjoy going down there, I guess, right? Without question, it's it's the to me it's it's my favorite place to go. Uh, it's, I, it's first the, the close second is of course the beach house and because yeah. I've always loved you know salt yeah. water and fishing, but uh, I started uh, with your dad and yourself back in '16, yeah. and have, have been uh, doing that ever since. And I just I just love it to death. Whatever it is we do, if we fish, if we hunt, if we brush blinds, if we spray for round with Roundup, whatever we do, it's just great fun. We eat real good. Thanks for doing good. Have a great time. The camaraderie is great. Uh, it's something that I've never had the uh, privilege of experiencing up until six years ago. I, I never knew that Hyde County exi- <laughs> People did that. existed. You know, I just didn't. You know, being a country boy from Johnston County, we just didn't do that sort of thing. And uh, you know, getting a chance to duck hunt and just and it's not so much you know how many you can kill or or whatever. Just doing the just the prep for it and doing the experience. Of, of getting out there and watching the sun come up, listening to the birds go by, watching them land and and get up, you know, after the you know when the you know the first volley goes off and then all of them just go <laughs> yes. nuts. One of the best uh, parts of the day. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I had never experienced until six years ago, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And uh, you can't hardly wait for duck season. To yeah, it'll be here soon. Yeah, sure will. Talk more about hunting season here in a little bit, but it's, it's summer is, is hot. It's hot this week. I can complain about summer for a long whole episode, but I won't do that. But uh, it's hot, but hunt season is going to be here soon. And uh, mentioned Hyde County, how much we enjoy Hyde County. We always claim that you know we're in eastern North Carolina, and I had talked to a buddy of mine earlier this week. I hadn't talked to him in a while. that lives in Moorhead City. Talking about doing some business stuff together, and he said, I want to deal with somebody local. Even though you're not local, you're considered local. And I said, yeah, anybody that lives between Raleigh and, and Moorhead City is local. You know, we're all – eastern North Carolina is a beautiful place. And I was crossing a bridge coming home from the tournament with uh, Josh this past Sunday night heading home. And I told him, I, said, I, I love Johnson County and love where I live and grew up, but it sure is nice down here. Absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Hyde County yeah. the same way. It's beautiful. It sure is. Uh, yeah. Huge fields, va- yeah. huge, vast fields of black dirt and green, yeah. and they're just straight as an arrow, and it's it's, it's very beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, duck hunting, deer hunting, or turkey hunting? What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing to do? Duck hunt. Duck hunting. Mm-hmm. Has it always been that way, or have you just turned that way the last couple of three years going to well, for, the la- <laughs> for the last six years, yeah. It, it took over my uh, first place for saltwater fishing. 
<clears throat> I had, you know, uh, I had several boats through the years and used to go up to James River and do a lot of croaker fishing, do a lot of inshore fishing, troll for some Spanish. And, and way back in college, you know, my roommate and I would run down after class at Mount Olive and pier fish a little bit. And back then, you know, you could catch fish off the pier. Right. But uh, once, once I got to Hyde County and uh, got the experience of uh, – shooting at ducks and knocking one down once in a while. I'm kind of Ray Charles when I, when I shoot. <laughs> but uh, that, that is, that's taken over first place in as far as my favorite things to do. I'm going to get me a T-shirt that says if I can't shoot it, catch it, or pick it, I don't care much about it. It says inside Spring Hill. That was a, that's a good T-shirt design. Yeah. Set those yeah. here in the store. We'll, you were part your, of- we'll put your little name on it. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Yeah. Eddie. Second place winner, a band of billfish, Mr. Eddie. Uh, you were part of the dove hunt we had this past year, too. Didn't you yes. do dove hunt? Yeah, we that killed was, a pile that, of doves. That was a hoot, too, man. We killed uh, a bunch we, of doves. We were angry yeah. at the doves that weekend. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We killed a bunch of them. A bunch. That was fun. Yeah, sure did. And I had a, had a good feast at your place afterwards. That was, that was we, could, we We did all things dove, and that's coming up soon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really yeah. Time for that here very soon. But we a killed a lot of doves and About cleaned a, a lot of doves and I'm looking cooked a lot of doves and <laughs> ate a lot of doves oh, that weekend. And as much as I love a dove, love a dove. As <laughs> uh, much as I love a dove, on Monday night I was pretty much done. I didn't want to see a dove for a while. They were great. Had yeah. fun. Great yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good shooting. I'm looking forward to shooting that little 20 gauge on. Yeah, so we had mentioned, yeah, uh, so Ducks Unlimited, Mr. Eddie, helps us out with a Johnson County Ducks Unlimited chapter, which if uh, you're interested in assisting with that and you're listening in, you can contact us for more information on how you can be a part of DU here in Johnson County. But had a little committee kickoff meeting this past week, and and, I did a little raffle, gave away a few prizes, and Mr. Eddie, after he won second place in the fishing tournament the next day, won a shotgun. (laughs) <laughs> and we kidded about going to buy a, a, a lottery ticket, a Powerball ticket, a Powerball ticket after that. And uh, but yeah, so he won a shotgun. So yeah, dove season's going to be here soon. And uh, so yeah, that's good. Yep. Uh, any other hunting or fishing stories you want to share before we move on to other something else? Anything else just well, on I your heart and mind you want to share with all the <clears throat> listeners of taking it outside? Most of the most of the time when we go. Uh, if, if Jim goes, uh, who's, who's, of course, one of the three amigos, <laughs> <laughs> I always love to hunt with Jim. Uh, he and I are, uh, of course, you know, very close, and uh, we sort of count on each other right. uh, to, to do that. You know, early morning, it's not light yet. There's water, and sometimes there's ice and things. And I, I take... Uh, I take some pride in in doing that with him. I, yeah. I, I hunt with him exclusively if he's yeah. there, and uh, he and I, you know, are not the not the greatest shots in the world, but <laughs> but we have a great time and you know, good conversation. Of course, love him to death. And uh, yeah, Mr. Jim uh, Jim Beckwith lives here. Yeah, lives here by us on uh, on the farm, close to the farm, the farm on the farm, close to the farm. But anyway, he's. Uh, been here for a long time now and goes to Tremendum through church years ago and big help with us around. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, he the is. farm yeah. at 95 yeah. venue and, and uh, a veteran, by the way. And yes, uh, a veteran. And yeah. he's, uh, I won't ever forget, there was, I guess a couple of years ago, somebody, there was some food, some kind of 
baked goods at the front counter, which usually don't have food at the front counter. I said, well, who, where are these brownies or cookies? Where did these come from? I said, oh, you know, the, the older man, he didn't say old, Mr. Jim, not old, older. This is the older man that comes by that brings food all the time brought these these cookies by that <laughs> uh, Mr. Jim bakes and like is a really good uh yes he is baker. Yes he is. And he, he bakes uh sweets all the time and brings them by to Spring Hill Outfitters. I like the cupcakes. And, and we take them to the cabin yeah. quite a bit. Yep. Too. So he uh brings food by yeah. Which keeps everybody happy around here, yeah. and uh, helps us out at the farm, and goes to Hyde County a lot with with uh, Mr. Eddie and and Dad, and always love to have Mr. Jim around. Yep. Yep. But uh, so yeah, uh, hunting season. Before we get into talking about hunting season, the next question is, and I'll start with you first. When I leave here after this episode and go by my Mega Millions ticket win $1.2 billion and I give you a little piece of that. What what would you do with your little cut of $1.2 billion? If you had, let's say, I was both, well, I'll make this statement right here. Both of these fine folks who decided to do this episode today, the draw ones tonight, by the way, $1.2 billion, maybe even be higher than that by now, but $1.2 billion. If, since y'all took time out of y'all's week to record this episode and I win $1.2 billion, I'll go as far as to saying that I will, we'll do a million per person. I bet that we'll do one million for each of y'all. That's so fair. if you get one million, what would you do with one million dollars? Um I'd call you and tell you I was going on vacation. <laughs> You're not getting I, one I'm million not, dollars. I'm going <laughs> with some random girls <laughs> in Africa shooting <laughs> zebras or something. I wouldn't quit. I would go, go on, on a vacation. Twelve month vacation. <laughs> no. I bet if you want one point two billion dollars, what would you do? Not come back. I'd go on a long vacation. All right, you only get one million then. Mr. Eddie, what would you do if you won one point two billion dollars? What would, would you do? Well, would, How would your life change? I would pay bills as far as it would go. <laughs> <laughs> you go a long ways. I hope you uh, go a real I, long that's, ways. That's so far out of my wheelhouse. I I don't know. What I, if you did though? What, somebody's going to win it. Yeah, somebody's got to win it at some that, point. Could be true. us. One point two billion. Oh my goodness! I don't know. Of of which you'd get about half of that. You'd get like five hundred mil or something. I think when the drawing earlier this week, the lump sum payment was it was eight. Excuse me, eight hundred million. Oh my goodness! I, and then the lump sum payment. Well, that was the, the grand. It was eight hundred. The lump sum was like five. Four hundred million, and then you get taxes. Probably half of that. You probably end up with two hundred million, which now probably would be three or four hundred million dollars. You would get in a check addressed to you, and you got a check in the mail for three hundred million dollars. I square away my family, my church as best I could. I start looking for land in Hyde County, (laughs) (laughs) and and at Salter Path. And start looking at boats and just, uh, you know, try to enjoy the days that I have left uh, and, and, you know, try to be uh, try to be logical about it. I mean, it's, it's a mind-boggling amount. So, I mean, I don't even – I can't even conceive of anything like that. Yeah, they you know. uh, there was a show, and it followed people who won the lottery. Mm-hmm. And majority of them – End up in jail, broke. Blew it. <laughs> or died. Yeah, or just blew it. And yeah. I've up in jail. Won millions and millions yeah. of dollars and ended up I broke anyways. I can't and comprehend I can't, blowing I, a million dollars. I, I just can't. It's easy to do in a heartbeat. People yeah. do it all the time. I would seek advice from close friends uh, that uh, would, would help me, help guide me because, I, you know, I, like I said, I, I can't uh, even fathom having – that much revenue at, uh, at one time, all of a sudden. Uh, Out of the $300 million, approximately how much of that would you spend at Spring Hill Outfitters? 
Oh, probably half of it. <laughs> All right, we're done. Thank you. <laughs> I hope you win. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's funny to talk about the, what would you do. I, I, I will say I don't buy uh, lottery tickets a lot at all, really, myself. I did buy some earlier this week. You know, when know the Powerball and Mega Millions gets to $300 million and $400 million. It's funny how that works, but you're like, I'm not going to bother with that. Yeah. $800 million? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll buy one now. $300 million? I'm not going to go by the gas station. Right. I did get by Big Boys, local truck stop here in, in town, and uh, bought some <laughs> tickets for Tuesday night's drawing, and I think out of uh, – I didn't buy but a, I don't know, a handful of tickets, but I, I had a couple of numbers right out of all of them, but none of them were enough in the same line to make right. a difference. Right. So. Yeah. And I'm like you. I don't typically – you know, buy Powerball tickets or scratch-offs or lottery tickets. I don't keep a lot of fluff money, what I call fluff right. money, on hand. Um, my my money typically month to month is earmarked. Right. What's going to go for? for it, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I'd say how much cash I keep on me when I went. To, I said I'm going to buy a ticket for the eight hundred million dollar Mega Millions. And I looked at my wallet and I had five dollars. I said, "Well, I need, I'm going to get like twenty dollars worth of tickets." I'm going to get about an ATM, and I use my ATM card in so long. I had to go to like three different ATMs to get it to work. I called a bank. Finally went to the, the KS Bank ATM in Kenley, and it worked, so I got a little bit of cash out. But I don't You know you can do it online now. Do what online? Buy tickets. We can do everything online. Can you? Yeah, on the website. You pay with a credit card? Yeah. I thought you had to pay with like, you put money. A whole new, I'm learning all kinds of new stuff. This and, yeah, Dad really? does it on the regular. There's a, there's a 800 number he can call if he like, does it on the regular. If you're addicted to gambling, <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> there's there's help for that. No, I, when I was in college, I was in college. I was in college, uh, eighteen nineteen, when they the education lottery started in North Carolina, and we used to go buy scratch off tickets and stuff all the time. When mm-hmm. I was eighteen nineteen, but now I buy the, play the lottery until it gets to a billion. Yeah, and it's worth my while. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Somebody's going to win it. Yeah. Somebody did mention it could be a hoax. Was it you? Somebody the last couple of days mentioned it could be all just a scam and and uh, conspiracy. It just takes money and then I don't know. Somebody's going to win it sometime. Hopefully, it's one of us. That'd be nice. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, let's see what's going on. Uh, Mega Millions. The website. Uh, before we get to the website, the tent sale. Spring Hill Outfitters. End of summer tent sale. We have a big tent in the parking lot today and tomorrow. It's been here for the last couple of days. It's going to be there tonight until 6 and tomorrow 10 to 4. The tent will be there actually all night and tonight. Yeah. But the product's going to be out there from 10 to 4 <laughs> tomorrow. We've got all clothing on sale up to 50% off. And we've got Kamado Joe grills on sale. And we've got some coolers and cups for sale and on sale and tree stands and archery targets and all kinds of fun stuff. So if you're in the greater micro area, swing by today. Or tomorrow and check out the tent sale, end of summer sale, springhilloutfitters.com. Has a lot of new stuff on there. This time of year, all the new stuff's coming in. It's all we do every day to try to keep everything when it comes in the back, put it in the computer and get it out as fast as we can so we can make room for something else tomorrow. Yeah, it's July, but all the fall stuff is starting to roll in. All the new hunting stuff this week. We got a bunch of Drake. We got some more Sitka waders in. We got a pile of tree stands. Got a bunch of trail cameras, getting ready for deer season. Now's the time to be getting those cameras out. There's some of them on sale, too. Yeah. Moultrie Delta base cameras. Used to be $99. On sale. 
$79.99. Check them out. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of new stuff coming in. It's that time of the year. And uh, he enjoyed the tent sale today, picked up a few things, and got some good. good Mikey's hot dogs on the way out. <laughs> Mikey's hot dogs. He's been here on Wednesday. He's going to start coming on Saturday, I think, coming up soon. I think he'll be busier on Saturday. And he's got some other work I heard he's doing uh, during the week now. So he's going to start coming on Saturday soon. I always love a good red hot dog. Yeah, I had two myself. They were really good. Delicious. Yep. There you go. Um, update on the flamethrower video. If you haven't seen that, which most of you have, uh, it is probably by the time this podcast has come out, reached three million people. Wow. Which is crazy. We're second. The second most popular person behind Mr. Eddie for catching the second place dolphin <laughs> for making the flamethrower video. <laughs> Uh, but no, the flamethrower videos is this 1.6, 1.7 million views and reached 3 million people and, and, uh, still have flamethrowers in stock. We got a new shipment in on the website. Check out that video. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. You can't help but to smile when you shoot it. It's an amazing piece of apparatus, man. It's very, (laughs) it's a necessity pretty much. It's good for burning off fields in Hyde County too. It does work for burning off fields. The one that mounts to the gun, if you happen to see a deer or some kind of animal while you're burning the fields off, you can tend to them too, I guess. Uh, Southern Outdoor Classic 2022. Southern Outdoor Classic. We talked about it now for a couple of months. Uh, revealed, introduced, whatever you want to call it, that show here on Taking It Outside. But uh, one month away, less than one month away now from the Southern Outdoor Classic. And we have got a fun event planned that weekend, over 30 vendors, 35, maybe even, I don't know, 40, I don't know. A lot We're of vendors. Still growing, too. People keep calling, yeah. wanting to be a part of it. The Southern Outdoor Classic. I was going to bring that list of vendors we had confirmed to read them off, and guess what? Didn't have it. Don't have it. Didn't bring it. Benelli, Beretta, Browning, Retay will all be doing shotgun demos during the day. Uh, old meal retrievers. We'll be doing retriever demonstrations during the day. We've got live music on the stage at the farm at 95 by Miss Paige Johnson and a few more local North Carolina artists. We'll be singing some live music. May get Mr. Eddie on the stage to play his bass. You never know. Could be. Could be. <laughs> He'll be doing autographs when he gets done with that. Uh, no, we a lot of stuff uh, planned for that event. If you have not heard about it, check it out, southernoutdoorclassic.com. Tickets are free. You have to have tickets, but they're free. Sign up and get free tickets. Benelli, Beretta, Browning, Rite, Drake, Bandit, Avery, uh, Collins, our friends over at Collins Boats, one of our top-level sponsors. Thanks to uh, Mr. Liss and, and uh, Jeffrey and Clint and all the crowd over at Collins. Always like working with those guys. They're going to be here showing us some boats, B&S Enterprises. We'll have tractors and side-by-sides and uh, all kinds of stuff, food trucks and uh, demos and – Lots of fun stuff going on August 27th and 28th, the last Saturday and Sunday in August, mm-hmm. the 2022 Southern Outdoor Classic. We've got a Facebook, we've got an Instagram, and we've got a website. Check it out. Make sure you come join us for that. Our friends over at East Coast Waterfowl, Mr. Kent Jones, helping us put that uh, shindig on, and he will uh, be joining us here probably the next week or two to talk more about that on a couple of podcast episodes as well. If you want to sign up for a booth, email us at sales at springhilloutfitters.com and we'll get you a form. The deadline's this weekend, so hurry up. Don't wait. <laughs> Do it now. 
What else? Before we get off this great episode, Mr. Eddie said, how long does this usually last? I said, well, usually 40 minutes. And he said, wow, that's a long time. But now we're at 44 <laughs> minutes. Long, so it's gone by fast. Yeah. But we get talking and have a good time. Anything else y'all want to share before we get off this week's episode? Been a whole lot of fun. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah. Thank you for uh, – He's got an agent now since a tournament this week. He had to call his agent and get it all lined up. But we, uh, Mr. Jim is his agent. He mentioned Jim while he was actually his new agent and got it all worked out. So uh, glad you could be here. Enjoyed it. Thank you kindly for uh, having me. Always excited to have new guests and talk hunting and fishing. And that's what we're all about here yeah. at Spring Hill Outfitters. So, yes, uh, as always, thanks to Joe at Joe Gilly Productions for his work. Behind the scenes with the video and the audio, and it was a big part of the – flamethrower video as well thanks to joe for what he does thanks to miss ashley for joining us for another week here on taking it outside of course social media facebook instagram tiktok check out the shark video i may have already posted it by now i hadn't looked but uh tiktok spring hill outfitters on facebook instagram and tiktok spring outfitters.com you can shop 24 7 and if you're in this area or passing through this area you can find us on interstate 95 at exit 101 Right here in eastern North Carolina. That's all we got. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, thank you all for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll be back probably every week between now and the Southern Outdoor Classic. Expect a new episode. We got some guests joining us the next couple of weeks, so stay tuned for those. Find us on all major podcast platforms. Rate, review, like, share. Show some love. We love y'all, and we'd appreciate showing the love back to us, YouTube. Make sure you like it, share it, and check us out. That's all we got for this week. We're going back to work. Get on with our weekend. We're going to enjoy the tent sale outside at Spring Hill Outfitters. And uh, until next time, don't forget to take it outside. Mm